The Ready, Set, Grow podcast is sponsored by Ag Expert, software designed for Canadian agriculture. Visit them today at agexpert.ca. Welcome, everybody. This is Joe Dales with RH Accelerator, and today we're recording uh, the Ready, Set, Grow podcast, where we interview interesting and innovators in the agriculture and food space. I'm really looking forward to this discussion today. We have uh, Owen Roberts, uh, who we've known for a long time and is a very influential person in the, the area of agriculture and communications. Uh, Owen is the faculty member and instructor of the Department of Agriculture Leadership and Communications at the University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana, Illinois. Uh, he's coming to us right now from his office, home office in Guelph, Ontario, where, you know, through COVID, he's been uh, been operating. So, so welcome, Owen. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for the opportunity, Joe. It's always nice to speak with you, and uh, I'm always I'm always happy to talk about agricultural communications and journalism anytime. So, thanks for the opportunity. So. For people that don't know you, can you give us a little bit of your bio and history and how the heck you got here, uh, you know, where you've been and what you've done? Because it's a it's an interesting story. Yeah, well, thanks. Uh, sure. So I was I was born in Mitchell's Bay, Ontario. Well, I was born in Chatham, but we lived in Mitchell's Bay, Ontario. My dad was a conservation officer there, so there was lots of lots of activity. It's a great uh, hunting and fishing spot, that's for sure. So uh, we weren't farmers. My mother's side, they were Kadats and they were farmers, uh, but, but we weren't. Um, anyway, so I, I grew up there. I worked on farms throughout my, uh, my, my adolescent years, I guess, and uh, ended up going to the University of Windsor for a communications degree. Went, uh, became the editor of the Walsberg Courier Press, which is a, a funky, feisty little weekly newspaper when I graduated and uh, really cut my teeth there and then had the opportunity to work in Western Canada up in Cold Lake, Alberta, and uh, eventually came down to Edmonton to work for a news magazine called Alberta Report. And they wanted an, an ag guy. And uh, that, that's they walked in the newsroom one day and said, um, uh, we need somebody to report on agriculture. Uh, who wants to do this? And there was, I don't know, six or seven reporters. And nobody put up their hand, including me, because I was still, you know, I, I thought I was going to be a music reviewer or, you know, reviewing rock bands or whatever it might be. So they said, so they said to me, they knew right, they knew my background. And they said, well, how about you? You're from a rural area. You must, you must be somewhat versed at, uh, writing about ag. <laughs> so I said, okay, I'll give it a go. Now in Alberta, uh, the ag beat, which I didn't really realize at the time, you know, if, it, if it's not tourism or natural resources, it's agriculture. And uh, it turned out to be an incredible, incredible beat. So from there, I, that's where I started to specialize in, in agricultural, in reporting on agriculture. Got to know someone at uh, Alberta Agriculture who ended up moving to a position at the University of Guelph and said, uh, you know, we really need somebody at Guelph to get the news out about what's going on with agricultural research here because we're, we're a really a powerhouse. Ministry of Agriculture, Food and Rural Affairs is putting all kinds of uh, resources into ag research. 
but people don't really know about it. And, you know, we'd like a journalist to come in because, you know, scientists are doing a great job in, with extension, but we really need somebody to get out the, uh, the news to the media and beyond. So they created this position. It was a one-year contract. Um, I applied for it and got it. And uh, 33 years later, I was still at the University of Guelph <laughs> because it turned out they wanted to see if there was an appetite in the, in the media and in the public for ag news. And there was all kinds of an appetite. People really wanted to know, even back then, uh, where their food came from. And, you know, regardless if it was me or whoever, Todd Marks of the University of Guelph for creating this position because it was the first full-time research reporting position at a Canadian university. You know, others, others in the news departments had reported on research, but, but my job was just to write about research. So, um, so time went on. I, uh, I started a program there called SPARC, which is an acronym for Students Promoting Awareness of Research Knowledge. And um, we had other, we had, so we had students come and join us to learn journalistic principles about how to communicate research. And again, being at Guelph, it was a, lot, a great deal of it. 70-ish percent was, was ag research. So then they really got excited about it. I ended up teaching a course in ag communications and then two courses in ag communications. Um, and then uh, retirement was on the horizon. So, so I retired in August, and then the University of Illinois um, was looking for someone to help revitalize or build out its ag communication program, and it has one of the oldest ones in the U.S. And uh, they kind of tapped me on the shoulder and said, would you be interested in, um, in giving us a hand? So, again, one thing led to another, and now I'm a faculty member at the University of Illinois. Wow, what a great story. It's, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's I, I, you know, we really don't tell our story in agriculture nearly as much. Uh, just we don't commit the resources, right, to, to, to get the information mm -hmm. out there. And I think it's so critical for innovation to flow, not just to farmers, but also, you know, the bigger the bigger task is, you know, talking to the consumer uh, and That's trying right. to educate there. So it's, they're big tasks and very limited resources. And, you know, we appreciate all that you've done to, you know, you've trained a lot of uh, students over the years with Spark uh, and, you know, you've really influenced the, uh, the industry. Um, you know, University of Illinois, that'll be, uh, that'll be a great adventure for you. That's one of our, our favorite universities, big land grant, uh, uh, strong agricultural uh, program down there. Um, any any observations, differences between Guelph and Illinois that you, that you can talk about? <laughs> well, I, I could probably talk more if I if I'd been there more. Mm -hmm. But um, but just right now, uh, because I'm teaching virtually, I haven't really assimilated into campus yet. But with the students, the students are, and it's, it's an interesting mix. You know, the students here that, that are studying ag are, I would say, mostly rural, mm -hmm. although that's changing. Um, the students that were in my class this year were predominantly urban, you know, from the suburbs of Chicago. Um, 
So they really come in interested in food and interested in the in learning more about the production of food and then hoping that they'll end up with jobs at uh, at PepsiCo or you know many many of the corporations that have headquarters in Chicago or or nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I so, but but they but they all Guelph students, uh, Illinois students have that passion for agriculture and the excitement when they learn about how diverse it is, how many jobs there are for qualified students, uh, just just waiting for them. Um, and I think it's also a bit of an eye opener for them to realize the kind of qualifications that a modern agricultural communicator or journalist needs to land a job. Um, what uh, what what kind of things uh, you know? How are you how are you preparing them for those jobs? Well, this is part of the uh, of the uh, building out of the program that we're doing now. Um, you know, I, I guess back in the day when I graduated as a communicate with a communications degree, which was basically journalism. Um, you know, we had to know how to write stories and take photos. I just want to read you this. Just uh, on Monday, I received a request from the Illinois Soybean Association. Did I know any students who would be interested in a, a startup job, entry-level job at the, at the Illinois Soybean Association with, with their communications, uh, with its communications department, which is very strong. Uh, Illinois, as you know, is a major soybean producing, the major soybean producing state. So the communications arm that, uh, that the organization has built up is very professional, very, uh, very significant. And, um, and so I said, well, you know, and that, so they attached the job description. Here are the, here are the um, skills they'd like people to have. They would like them, this is for a communications coordinator position. Expertise in presentations, social media copy, magazine writing as a contributing writer to their magazine, <clears throat> excuse me, blog writing, video production, web updates, event planning, MailChimp, and graphic design and a graphic design skill set, as well as, and this is at the end, a deep appreciation of agriculture and the 43,000 soybean farmers we serve. Any one of those skill sets <laughs> could be a specialty. Yeah, you can ask for it. You might not find the, the Swiss Army knife person. That can <laughs> well, that's, that's a good description of, of the person. Do all. Do you mind if I borrow that? Because that's a very good description. Um, uh, that, but that's, you know, like that, that's what they're looking for. Mm. Maybe not, you know, and I'm sure they'd be flexible as far as the expertise goes, mm-hmm. but they want people to know about it. Yeah. This is what a modern, this is what makes it so exciting right now. Well, and they left out, you know, the, the best for last, which, you know, uh, pretty hard to write for soybean growers if you don't understand, you know, growing soybeans, um, you know, because then you start making mistakes <laughs> over, over, you know, technical things and farmers <laughs> are the first ones to point out, hey, that's, that's not a soybean. That's a lamb's quarter. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. And and that and that that's that's just the actual 
you know, physiology or whatever, then there are the issues sure. surrounding soybean yeah. production or soybean yeah, exports yeah. or yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah. So we spend, I'll bet we spend as much time uh, last semester talking about issues mm-hmm. as we did how to communicate them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that, that's, and that's really why it's yeah. legitimate to have a whole program in yeah. communications, because it's just not learning the skills about how to communicate. Mm-hmm. It's, it's learning how to apply them in industry and what the issues are that you're going to be communicating. I mean, you know, we're still learning that. I'm sure, you know, myself, you, we're still yeah. learning the issues because they day. change a lot. Yeah, they change. Some, yeah. Yeah. Some, some of them remain, but some of them change. Yeah. You've had a, you've had a lot of global uh, activity uh, in some of the roles in the, uh, the offices you've taken on. How important is that in your mind for, uh, for agricultural communicators to, to, to be aware of what's going on around the world because agriculture yeah. is a big business everywhere, really. It, it is indeed. And I think as, as an agricultural journalist or an agricultural communicator, having a, <clears throat> excuse me, ha- having a global awareness is, is absolutely key. Uh, in Canada, we have an organization called the Canadian Farm Raiders Federation. And there's, upwards of 300 members. I think people don't even know that there are formal farm writers, at least not outside agriculture, but, but it's, it's, it's quite, a, uh, quite a discipline. And the Canadian farm writers have been very uh, active in the international scene because Canadian farm writers are very aware of what an exporting nation we have and how rich your stories can become by having content from countries that you're perhaps exporting to, and you want to get a comment from some of those countries, um, a great way to get to find out who the sources are is to ask other agricultural journalists. And there's quite a collegiality among journalists uh, globally. Um, So there's an international federation of ag journalists that the Canadian group belongs to, uh, 50 countries, with about 5,000 members. Wow. So almost, almost anywhere we as Canadians are exporting to, you can find a journalist within this organization who can tell you who the uh, chair of the uh, importing organization in that country is, and you can get some comment about, you know, why, why Canada? You know, we have our own interpretation, but it's, it's interesting to hear, hear it from other countries and to know who you can go to. Yeah, great, great points. Um, any other uh, thoughts you want to share with our audience on the importance of ag communication and why, uh, why they should, uh, you know, support efforts and uh, where they can? Well, I think it's the key here is that people want to know people as in consumers, stakeholders, decision makers, they want to know, about agriculture, particularly about, I think, about production, what's, what's leading to their food, how their food is produced. That's really where an ag communicator comes in. Um, and, you know, I, I've always, I've thought for the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years that in a farm management plan, uh, you know, I really encourage producers to set aside five ish percent of their time if they can for communications 
and that might be it might be reading it might but reading all the breadth of material that's out there for, for communications right now about agriculture but also contributing contributing through twitter contributing through a blog perhaps continuing contributing through facebook and and i understand that it takes time but i also think that the public really wants to know about agriculture and it wants to hear from producers because it considers producers and researchers as well um, to be among the best sources for information about that and there are some journalistic principles that can can help you know the the good old five w's in the h it never gets old it always works what are you doing and you know why are you doing what you're doing on the farm and how are you doing it uh, those are things people really want to know yeah yeah really interesting and it's never been easier with uh things like social media and the farmers with their smartphones they don't they don't need to do a hundred steps to uh, post content that people can you know see you know how the crops are doing or how they uh, how they you know operate their farming operations so it's uh yeah it's great new uh, great new world but it also you know the challenges are there as well so you know when people aren't trained and uh and so on so um how uh how can people get a hold of you owen if uh if they have questions uh are you on linkedin that they can you know yeah. put you down and uh yeah. and follow um, you there uh okay i'm on linkedin um, i'm on i'm on twitter you're welcome to get a hold of me at uh, o roberts at illinois.edu yeah yeah. I'm always happy to talk about ag communications, and Perfect. I know you are too, because you were you were a pioneer in the whole, certainly the electronic uh, end of things. I've been following you forever, Joe. <laughs> yeah, we love you know. For me, uh, I love trying to bring innovation to farmers and and help them because we know, you know, they're fighting drought or they're fighting pests or markets or whatever, and so it's pretty easy to stay motivated when you're trying to help you know, people who you like working with and uh, I do love working with farmers and, and I feel like we're feeding the world in a small way. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty easy to stay, uh, you know, stay motivated and, and, uh, I, I love this industry. So same as you. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Any last thoughts or any last uh, comments to, to the audience? Uh, I, I, you know, I, I just encourage people to stay strong because so many of the attributes that agriculture has is are, are the ones that people want to hear about and people want to feel good about the way that, uh, that food is produced. I believe if consumers know about it, they can, they can uh, be educated in such a way that they will feel good about it. And particularly now with uh, the push towards diversity and equity and inclusion, um, I think that's going to be the next frontier for agriculture is to show how it, um, how it's making strides in that area. And, and it'll be a challenge, but other industries do it. And I'm sure agriculture can as well. And then communicating how it's made those, uh, made those efforts to uh, share the values that consumers do. That's, that's great. That's, a, that's an exciting next generation new generation activity for ag communicators. Yeah. Yeah. Great thoughts. We, we appreciate your, uh, appreciate your time and your thoughts and, uh, and really appreciate all the good work you've done, you know, 
communicating both to the industry and our farmers uh, as well as consumers over the years and training training uh, training the, the young people to uh, take up the the uh, the challenges as well so well thanks um, yeah uh, so for our guests, thanks for joining us on this uh, Ready, Set, Grow podcast. Uh, you can find all the episodes on the rhaccelerator.com website or YouTube or uh, any of the podcast uh, platforms. So until next week, uh, thank you for watching.